Last time on Why Can't We Be Wizards. The dance coming up. Was wondering if you're going with anyone. Um, not currently. Dakota, you can do it. They're not going to be mad at you. It's going to go great. Well, they might. You never know. So, Leo, who are who are you going to ask to the to the prom? I was wondering if I don't know if you may, if maybe you want to go to the prom with me. Leo, Francis, Francis just asked me. Everyone, why can't we be winners? Uh, <sighs> let's talk objectives because we've talked to Image already. We got Leo that haircut. It's looking great, by the way. Yeah, what we want to be like a role model for kids. Yeah, because like I'm trans and Caleb's a werewolf. You gotta preach what you practice, Sophie. You, you don't want us to yeah. be honest. Sophie, have you even played Dungeons and Dragons? The morning of the second task in late February. Wait, Freya, does this look like the cave you saw in your dreams? Oh, no. <laughs> and then you hear that trap door open and a boulder starts oh, yeah. rolling towards you. I knew it. It was Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I so my dad really loves oysters, and for his birthday, we took him on a tour of the Island Creek Oyster uh, Hatchery and Farm. Which was actually really cool. It was a pretty cool tour. Like, a lot of it was the rooms where they grow, like... These giant, like, pillars of algae. Yes. Where, like, the room looked like... It looked like candy. Like, literally, these giant pillars of different colored candy. Ooh. But uh, then we went on a boat tour of the bay where they actually hatch them, and... Uh, we like had it was like an oyster bar on the boat where we all were expected to eat oysters and i felt really weird if i didn't so i had one and i was just like i have always hated them i've always hated most seafood but i was like you know what no i've had i've had two beers i'm gonna give it an honest try i want to (laughs) see if i can maybe my palate has evolved over time i'm gonna try it for real and see if I like oysters or if I still hate them. And the first one I couldn't bring myself to. I just swallowed it whole and didn't taste it at all. So I was like, all right, well, I got to try a second one because that wasn't an honest try. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> the second one, I also did the same thing involuntarily, just swallowed it whole and didn't taste it. It's like, okay, well, that one didn't count either. Just kept going. So the third one, I like <laughs> chewed a little and then swallowed whole and still like oh it's like well i put a lot of lemon on that one i was just tasting the lemon and the fourth (laughs) one i really honestly let it sit on my tongue for a moment and then i was like this is disgusting now yes no the answer is no i don't like oysters it took me four to find out that's a lot of oysters in not one four that's very brave of you (laughs) that was like one time someone invited me to a clam bake and it was like at the door, you got 10 tickets, and each ticket got you a pound of clams. That's too many pounds of clams. That. I mean, it did have the shell, so, like, still, I'm not going to eat 10 pounds of clams. Anyways, like, they were just, like, terribly cooked and sandy and gross. Oh, no. And after, like, the second, like, go-round, I was like, no, I'm done. I will eat the bread on the table. Allie, remember the first uh, shrimp scampi you cooked me for, like, one of our first dinner oh, dates? Oh, my gosh. Made me sick. This is when I discovered that the person I was dating who grew up like on the shore did not like seafood. And I was like, oh, okay, you grew up South Shore of Boston. Like, yeah, you definitely like shrimp. I'll make you like a shrimp scampi linguine. 
And this is before like he knew his allergies, but Oh no. No, the allergy gluten. was the gluten. We're talking about gluten. <laughs> the allergy was the linguini. <laughs> this is before I knew about celiac. The linguini oh. was was a separate problem. <laughs> yes. Oh no. He did not enjoy it. I mean, I grew up in New England. I don't like shellfish. Yeah, oh yeah. No, that's fair. My French uncle doesn't like cheese. What? Not everyone's going to like the same thing. That honestly boggles my mind more than anything. Just not because <laughs> your French uncle doesn't like cheese, but just anyone doesn't like cheese. Right. Because I know like lactose intolerant people, <clears throat> Mike, who love cheese, even though they shouldn't have cheese and still eat it, even though they suffer the negative consequences. You know what we should do is we should really put Mike on blast for all of his allergies. <laughs> right. You know, I Let's actually agree. Please yeah. one more time. <laughs> um, Leo's fun fact is that since the first uh, task where we did have to do kind of a lot of running around and stuff, and he realized just how out of shape his minus two body score is, uh, Leo's been hitting the gym. Leo's been going to the room of requirement and had some some weights there and some treadmills and I don't know maybe a magic treadmill and uh, and he's gotten some some sick gains at least he thinks so but he's gone like for like ten minutes at a time like four times he's trying he's trying but I don't think it's even enough to to raise his body score yet. Wouldn't it be cool if Leo's workout was like a three sixty treadmill? Where whenever he played Dr. Professor Wizard, he was transported into that area and like walked Uh. Dr. Professor's Wizard walk. And like when you fought, you like worked out of it. Can the Room of Requirements do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course it can. Yeah. The Room of Requirement is a holodeck now. And if it's not, (laughs) then Leo will make it one. Okay, so I get it now. Leo is one of those people that gets marketed like it's like a running app but like the app is just like oh there's zombies coming at you look out for the zombie behind you gotta run faster yeah leo leo would buy a peloton with all the with all the games on it (laughs) freya's fun fact so she's noticed that skylar hasn't been sleeping very often and so she's been um making like extra sleeping drought and kind of like leaving it out for skylar to to see and like trying to 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 Convince them to, that they should get more sleep without having a conversation about it. Oh yeah, Skylar takes the drought as soon as <laughs> as soon as they get back at like three a.m. They chug it and just like wipe out. <laughs> oh man, do you like sleep through your morning classes now? Yes. Wait, is this why? Is this why Skylar's been so exhausted these last episodes? Well, no, yeah, well, Skylar's yeah, been looking fun at facts, the like obsessively, and like Freya's yeah. noticed that they don't sleep anymore, and so she's just like, "I'm gonna leave this out for them. Maybe they'll take it. Maybe they won't." Yeah, and sometimes Skylar like scrolls thank you notes, but it's like unintelligible. You have no clue what it says. <laughs> I thought it was an art piece. Yeah, <laughs> mm, abstract. So Skylar, in addition to being obsessively staying up all night and looking at their penisive, they've been brewing. On the inside, feelings of shame and remorse and guilt um, because they feel like they totally outed Alan to the rest of their friends and the whole school. And they are just they felt so, so bad about it. And so um, after a week and a couple days, um, they were able to have a conversation just expressing everything they were feeling 
So Alan had a conversation with Skylar about like the intervention and all Skylar's feelings about it. And Alan was like, oh, I definitely was like already on my way to telling people anyways. So I didn't really feel that outed, um, even though like I wasn't quite ready to tell people about all the music gods. And so that was some pressure from the outside. But um, it wasn't like that big of a deal to Alan. So it kind of just reassured Skylar in that fact. Did you did you hug? Heck yeah, we did. Can we roll hug magic and get a plus Obviously one you forward? can roll hug magic. Yes, that's what I was hoping for. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Skylar and Alan are both huggers. Um, I got a ten. Eleven. Then it was a glorious hug. And when you finally removed the embrace, you realized you were both hugging Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> Does this count as a huddle? Nice, nice. Yeah, does that mean we get like a plus one moving forward? Ooh, yeah, I sure. would like to relationship change. Can it, can it be plus three? Is that a thing? Why not? All right, plus three, Alan. <laughs> oh, I got to manually do it because it's illegal. <laughs> can I get a plus one on Dakota for that hug? Because I'm already at a plus no, two with Skylar. you can't. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Dakota didn't even like it that much. No, Dakota likes our hugs. It was a good hug. We rolled like high. That's true. It was a good hug. But did Dakota roll high? No, Dakota didn't roll at all. Dakota was caught off guard. One of those like arms, arms as close to the sides as possible kind of hugs. <laughs> yeah, Dakota rolled struggle and failed. No. <laughs> no, if Dakota struggled, we of course would have let him out. All right. Uh, Caleb's got a fun fact. Uh, fun in quotes, as usual. Seems that all of Caleb's friends have dates to prom pretty much lined up. Uh, except for Caleb. Caleb has no date. I mean, so is Alan. Alan doesn't have a date yet. You That's could go true. with Leo. Yeah, it's true. Leo's struggling for a date. Even though there's a clear love interest that Leo is oblivious of. How about Juliette Cazette? The famous model slash actress. What about that werewolf girl you were going out with? No, she's dating a Hufflepuff. You could ask one of the one of the Griffin Bros. Violet. Uh, isn't she evil? Kind of. Not anymore. More of chaotic neutral. Oh, what if you ask Leo's sister? <laughs> you could ask Leo's sister. I feel like Leo maybe suggested his own sister. <laughs> oh God. All right, Caleb's fun fact is that the rest of the party has been suggesting people for Caleb to ask to prom, and none of them have been acceptable. Well, that's sad. Aww. It's fun. They can't all, they can't all. It's facts. It's fun facts. <laughs> Caleb, is doing, Caleb is doing homework this whole time, obviously. And, like, every time we say a name, you just, like, lift your head up as, like... No. We just start pointing to people in the common room, like, what about that second year? <laughs> that you have never talked to once. Right. He looks kind of <laughs> You are going to have to get a date, though. I know it. <laughs> I'm in Caleb's body! It's the dream for trans folks, a real body switch. It's so exciting, and it feels right. I mean, it feels really, really wrong because it's Caleb's body. For sure, it's weird. Is this what Dakota felt like after they came back from school? Like, 
This is the body I was born to be in. Well, not this body, but like, if this was my body, oh yeah, that would be right. This feels right. Before we get started, a couple of pieces of information. So, number one, as you all look around the room, you are all in different bodies than you were in before. I have messaged to the group who's in what bodies. So, to be clear, uh, Skylar is in Leo's body. Leo is in Freya's body. Freya is in Alan's body. Alan is in Caleb's body. And Caleb is in Skylar's body. Also, the way this works... and. Honestly, for anybody who ever decides to run a D&D game or whatever and do a body swap session, uh, I highly recommend playing the player stays with the character sheet. So y'all are staying in the body. So what that means is when different consciousnesses end up in your body, you're now playing a different character rather than playing still yourself, but in a different body. So like, for example, Mike, who plays Leo is still playing Leo's body, but is currently playing the character of Skylar in Leo's body. So does that make sense, everybody? You guys have any questions? It makes absolute sense. I have no idea what I'm going to (laughs) do. I'm sure no one will be confused by this. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Never. (laughs) It's going to be chaos. (laughs) All right. Cool. So yeah, you all find yourselves turning your hands over in wonder at what's going on with your bodies. Uh, funny you should say hands, because Skylar's hands have kind of just looks like they've melted all the way to the ground. And Skylar is weirdly growling, but it's like more of a high-pitched growl. And meanwhile, Leo's body is staring at its hands like, what? 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 But these are boring normal hands. What is what's happening like you see leo's body like flailing around like fingers like trying to do something and nothing's happening and like oh no freya's body is like frantically looking through her pockets i don't have my bacon i don't have any food (laughs) (laughs) damn it so freya now being in alan's body is just like oh i'm wearing socks this is terrible (laughs) (laughs) and oh i can barely breathe what your binder Alan, it's so tight. We need to switch back. Ah. Uh, but but how? Does this mean does this mean I'm gonna have death dreams? Am I am I gonna die now? Oh, Caleb, I really need to pee. This is weird. I don't wanna have to pee. I don't feel very good. Leo, do you ever eat anything aside from bacon? Okay, we should be calm about this. Think rationally. Okay. Sorry, you can hold it. Everyone stand on a different <laughs> pedestal and we'll just switch all again. Again. No, but what if that makes it worse and switches it to a deeper, more confusing depth of body switching? Okay, which way did it go? Clockwise? Counterclockwise? Maybe if we just, like, reverse the order. Roll notice. Guys, I don't know if it's that simple. I kind of feel like fate tells us we have to be like this for the whole episode. Or maybe maybe the the solution's later in in the dungeon? Is this a dungeon? But if I die in this body, do I die in my other body? Or do I go back? I don't want to die in anybody. Come on. Um, uh, Skylar's body points at um, the body with Freya in it. <laughs> Alan's body. Skylar's body points to Alan and says, okay, 
Freya, you're Freya. Then Skylar points to Caleb. You must be Alan? Alan is currently doing poses in Caleb's body. Uh, uh. <laughs> Freya, you're definitely Leo because you're still searching. For- There's no bacon. Freya doesn't carry bacon. Do you do you want Leo's bacon? I have it. I mean, here, I just, I'll give you. Okay. Yeah. Leo goes over to, to uh, Leo's body and grabs some bacon from his pocket. All right. I think this is part of the task. So, like, I think by the end of this task, we'll have switched our bodies back. That's our goal to get the next key. I mean, do you think if we fail the task, they'll just leave us like this forever? I feel like they're going to switch us back either way, right? No, they'll definitely won't leave us like this forever. Maybe we should just look around and sort of get used to these bodies, I don't know, and move on. Yeah, we need to get moving. Come on. There's a door over here. At this point, Ella raises her hand and says, this is a very interesting piece of performance art. What are you guys doing? No time. We got to move, Ella. Uh, Skylar's body is already running to the door. We've all body swatched. I think that the scene of us all moving through the door is like that video game where you control each leg muscle independently um, and we're all just like tripping <laughs> over That's each quad- other. Yes, yes, um, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. Skylar's dragging like these long, weird, gloopy fingers behind them. And Caleb's taking these big, long, very confident steps that Caleb would never take. Freya's <laughs> definitely um, gasping for breath. And can't breathe in the binder. Yeah, you just keep seeing Skylar and Leo's body occasionally looking at the hands like, what what do I do with this? Leo's just eating bacon. (laughs) So Freya's just devouring bacon. Hey, stop putting that in my body. I try to be healthy. Why is so good? No, stop. Stop putting that in my body. I'm going to get sick. You say that as, uh, as you walk through into the next room, which is a... Very similarly shaped room. It's another big circle. This time, there doesn't seem like there's a door on the other end, though. There's two very obvious things in the room. One, similar to the five pedestals that were in the room before, there are now just two. Two pedestals. And the other thing you notice is that sitting on the ground on the far end of the room, playing with a set of matches, is Francis, who stands up and says, Oh, Freya, you got bacon? And walks over and tries to grab some of the bacon from Freya. You, you can't have my bacon. This is mine. No, Francis, it's me. Um, That's, uh, I'm Freya. No, this is, no. We're all in different bodies. We gotta, we gotta hurry up. Can't keep up. We're all in different bodies. I'm Skylar in Leo's body. Yes, you are betrothed to me. That's, remember that time at my parents' estate when we were, hanging out and then you lit fires in the back while the adults were like doing adult things you're oh wow you're freya yes. okay so who <laughs> is this and he points at freya shoving bacon in her mouth i'm leo you're leo okay yes um, leo, stop this eating is, that but so this good. is a lot to process okay yeah no i think i've got it i'm fine with this all right try um uh freya why don't you go on this pedestal here, and Leo, why don't you go on this pedestal? Just any of them. Okay, that feel, it feels like particularly they should... It Are there any other one. context clues in the room? There's nothing else in the room. There's just two pedestals. 
and a boy holding matches. And also, you realize as you turn around, uh, the door that was there behind you has closed. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. I'm stressed out. I got to eat some chocolate. Wait, where's my chocolate? Where's my? Give me my chocolate, Caleb. <laughs> I give you the chocolate. How? No, wait. How? How do you give him the chocolate? Uh, squelch, squelch. Uh, like you see, like chocolate in like goop. It looks like bubble gum right now, and it's kind of like swirling. It's really weird. Here, I'll take it. I'll take it. Chocolate, chocolate. I eat it. But Leo, you're lactose intolerant. Oh, Leo is lactose intolerant. Oh, it'll be worth it. Sorry, Leo. Oh, I mean, I eat it anyway all the time. <laughs> Sounds like I've got permission, so I'm going to eat the chocolate. Okay, we got two pedestals. Who's going? Freya, Leo, you two try it. Freya, that's me. I'm going. Oh, I'm okay. stand on the pedestal. I guess Leo's going to stand on the other pedestal. And as the two of you step on the pedestals, all of a sudden, Freya, you are back in your own body. Uh, Leo, you are now in Alan's body. God. Leo, I don't like bacon. Ugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I have the bacon now, though? We need to worry more about the bodies, I think. <laughs> but the bacon. I've got Leo's pockets right here. There's more bacon. There's always Leo more bacon. Leo is now, like, rummaging through Leo's body's pockets. Like, <laughs> oh. no shame. Oh, all right. I, as Skylar in Leo's body, I'm just like, all right, sure. I was like... Here, I'll just take my cloak and give it to you. Here's your pockets. <laughs> Thank you. The cloak is way too big for Alan's body. <laughs> okay, I think while you're eating your bacon, Leo in Alan's body, you go on this- Wait, what? Leo trips getting back on the podium. Good. <laughs> Do I roll for that? <laughs> no. No, you, you just trip. Okay, and then and Skylar, I know you're in there in Leo's body. You go on that that one, the second one. Uh, okay, all right. And so Alan and Leo stand. Alan's body and Leo's body stand on the pedestals. And now Leo is back in his own body, and Skylar is in Alan's body. Oh, uh, give me back my cloak. <laughs> oh, here you go. Have your cloak back. Give me the chocolate though. Skylar, you stay you stay there. Tradesies. <sighs> Another body. This is like we're getting really close as siblings now. And Skylar is like waving their arms in Alan's body, <laughs> just kind of like doing funky waves. Like, wow, I don't think siblings have ever been this close before. We're just really getting to know each other, like while doing like weird arm movements. Excellent. Yeah, you stay stay on that pedestal and and do those cool arm things. And I'm now gonna switch and go on this the second pe pedestal. Skylar and Alan stand on the pedestals, and now Caleb is in Alan's body, and Skylar is in Skylar's body. Yes! Oh my god, we're figuring okay. it out, guys. Last one, right? Last one is Alan and Caleb switch. Okay, this seems logical. We got this. Alan does go up in Caleb's body, but kind of like looks a little sad as they step onto the platform. Caleb is in Alan's body and just like looking at their werewolf body from the outside and how everybody else sees them just like as a normal boy with some scars, but normal. And so the two of you switch. Alan is now in Alan's body. Caleb is in, in Caleb's body. There's a bright flash of white light and the door opens. Oh, my wizard God. God, <laughs> God imagine if we had to do that for a whole day or for the rest of the task. 
Yeah, well, I Francis, hope that the rest go. of the teams get stuck on that, Hold too. Up. Let's go. We've got to move. My stomach hurts. Is Ella just standing there super confused? <laughs> yes. Actually, hasn't even left the first room. <laughs> Sees you go by and is still like, what are you? You're running again. Oh, okay. Looks at Francis and is like, do you know what's going on? And Francis is like, uh, and then just keeps running. Bray, I still feel like I'm going to get your death dreams now. Alan tries to hold Francis's hand as a joke. What? Well, I- uh, <laughs> excuse me. I think he takes it. Excuse me. <laughs> Wait, I'm but right I thought here. you guys switched back. He says, still holding your hand. Alan's just slapping him. I, Leo like, holds okay. his other hand. <laughs> Bray, yes. like, goes over and, like, slaps Alan's hand out of Francis. <laughs> Come on. You know, I'm my own person, right? Okay. Yeah, we're all back in our own in our own minds, sadly. Bray, I know it was only in your body for a couple minutes, but I feel like I'm going to get your death dreams now. Am I going to get your death dreams now? Maybe. I don't know. Ugh. Alrighty, we got we got more people to save. We, the clock's running, right? We got to keep going. That's right. Skylar presses the button. No, don't we need Francis to press the oh, button? Oh yeah, that's true. Francis has to press. Um, it. Alan gives like a little shiver because they're back in their body now, kind of working out the kinks. Also, Alan, how do you breathe in that? Oh, you just like learn to not breathe very deeply. But if you wear it for too long, you do get nauseous. That doesn't sound great. How long is too long? Are you going to be okay in this task? We're doing a lot of running. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We got this. Long as like six to eight hours. I'm good. I'm good. We can Whew, keep going. Doesn't it make me look cool, though? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Well, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I like it, too. Alrighty. We got to save people. Go, Francis. Go. Go where? Should I climb uh, something? No, you press that button. Oh, you just want me to press the button. Okay, I can press the button. Yeah. And he walks over and slams his hand down on the button. and then. Another door opens. We go in. All right, great. We're doing it. We're kicking wizard butt. (laughs) Kicking butt. Kicking wizard butt. All right, and so uh, taking turns kicking wizard butt, you all walk through this next door uh, into a very futuristic looking tunnel. There's like blue and white lines everywhere. It kind of looks like Tron a little bit. And when you pop out on the other side, you find yourself standing in this sort of like square room. And the only thing in this room is Felicity. And Felicity sees you all walk in and smiles very brightly and says, oh, Skylar, you found me. And then uh, mid-sentence, the lights go black. You hear a little bit of a scuffle. And when the lights turn back on, you see Felicity and a second Felicity rolling around on the ground, punching each other. All right, all right, it's okay. Uh, Skylar runs up to both Felicities and and uh, pulls them apart using all their really elongated fingers turned into rope. Okay, that feels like magic. Roll magic. Okay. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Okay, and so you uh, pull the two of them apart, and they're now both like swinging. Really, really wide, trying to hit each other, although they're clearly like six feet apart, so that wouldn't happen. Okay. Um, why don't I ask some questions to tell you apart? You don't need to ask any questions to tell us apart, because I'm the real me. And the other one says, no, 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 no. You don't need to ask any questions, because I'm the real It's me. the first one. She always likes to talk first. <laughs> I drop the second one and I pull the first wait, one towards wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. No, wait. Hold on a second. No, uh, you can ask questions. That's fine. 
I am actually mm-hmm. the real, I'm the real Felicity. Uh, well, why don't you say your full name then? My name. Uh, Hesitating. Me, my full name? She would never hesitate. my, t- yeah. You're stalling. Okay. I take well, the first one. It's the first one. Hold on. Just one second. I could Wait. say it like this. Perhaps. Princess Fretilopolis, fifth of her name, Princess of Frankstein, bottom lover, butterflies, breaker of chains. And my girlfriend, I know who you are. <laughs> Wait, your girlfriends? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't tell you. Well, I missed that part. Oh yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe I was just not paying attention. Well, congrats. Thanks. Okay, now you can kill her. Yes. Well, we don't have to kill her. We just need you to press the button. We'll lock her back here. Oh. <laughs> we'll just tie her up, and I cast Snake You. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Roll magic. Yes. yes. The triumphant return. Eleven. Uh, complete success. Nice. You've wrapped up, and now one of the two Felicities is lying on the ground, kind of wiggling. All right, Felicity, now you have to press the next button. Come on. Good job, by the way. Well, we'll know when we press the next button. If we get out of here. You sure will, because of how I am, in fact, Felicity. Can you say your name? I can say my name. Why would you ask such a question? Your full name. My name is Felicity Francinopoulos, fifth of her name, lover of butterflies, breaker of chains. You missed a part. Princess of I don't remember. Wait. Wait a minute. Skylar drops that one and grabs the other one. I am so, so, so sorry, Felicity. I'm so sorry. Um, they they scissor hands the, the snakeio ribbons off their off their body. Thank you so much. I I really appreciate you knowing that I am in fact the real Felicity. Now, if you could just for a moment. Calm down and stop trying to murder anyone. Murder is bad. Oh, we're not murdering anyone. I just need you to press well, the button. This one was saying murder. Who said who said murder? Skylar looks at everyone with daggers. It it was the other Felicity. Oh, okay. Well, uh, she would say murder. I dagger eye that Felicity. Wait, why don't we ask like a better Christian? Like, I don't know, what happened on the boat after we're coming back from Azkaban? Well, we don't need questions. We just need Felicity to press the button. I mean, couldn't you just look inside their mind, Skylar? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. I could if they consent to it. They do. They do. (laughs) Wait, hold on. What do you mean, look inside my mind? What are you looking for? Well, just to to know that it's the real you. Because I have secrets. I mean, nothing. What? Um, I can, like, also, I can look at your aura. Yes. Look at the auras. Yeah, I'll I'll just look. Yeah, it's just outer, outer stuff. I look at both of their auras. What secrets do you have, Felicity? Don't press my girlfriend, Leo. Everyone can have secrets. Uh, roll magic? I'm getting I'm getting bonuses, right, with my relationship? Weirdly, no. For neither of them? Nope. Uh... Oh, okay. Uh, so that's nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay. Uh, one of them, the one that was yelling about murder, is, uh, got a big red aura. And, uh, the one that was saying murder is bad... Well, it has a big blue aura. Hmm. And can you explain what those colors mean to Skylar? Uh, red is like angry and blue is like sad. Angry and sad. Oh, it's ruby and sapphire. We have to fusion them. <laughs> Ooh. But how? Dance. Felicity's been split in two. They're both Felicity. What is a, what is a ruby? Excuse me? Well, there's this great cartoon called Steven Universe. And strong recommend. I'm sorry, what is it? And what is the cartoon? Don't worry about it. We don't have time. Felicity, what book did we do for a book club the first day that you attended book club? 
And both of them in unison say, Maverick Maximilian and the March of the Monarchs, of course. Oh my gosh, what if it's they're both the same person divided into two? But then how would we fuse them? Skylar, are you sure that Felicity doesn't just have a twin? Uh, I'm not sure. I never asked. Both of them say in unison, I don't have a twin. This one's evil. How do you know that the other one's evil? How do you know that anyone is evil? How does anyone know that Voldemort wasn't evil? I mean, he killed a bunch of people. Was or wasn't evil. Who could say? I can, because I know about evil. Did, have you killed people? Okay, maybe we need some like logic puzzle here, you know, like the cutting the baby in half to decide whose mom it is, because the mom's like, no, don't cut my baby in half, and like, not mom is like, whatever, cut the baby is in half. Is that a logic you know I mean? puzzle or a threat of violence? I just don't understand why we can't just bring both of them to the buttons. Wouldn't that solve it? That's what I was going to say. Have them both press the button at the same time. Oh, okay. Just... Have one do button, then the second one, and then do both at the same time. See what happens. That's a great idea. Both of them in unison say, I'm not touching the thing that that one touched. I'll wipe it down. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What if we bring him back to the last room and we put him on the pedestals and like, or we put them on the same pedestal and then like smooshed back together. That's a great idea. Let's do that after the buttons. Can we leave the room with both of them? You can try. That's what we do. Okay. Yeah. uh, So, I mean, they're both kind of fighting each other. As they walk out, a little bit of a slap fight. Uh, But you walk back out into the the central room with all the buttons. I think they should both press the button at the same time and maybe they'll like merge back together. Or the door will open and we'll still won't know. All right. So this button is clean. You can get the left side and you can get the right side on three. Uh, Fine. And they both go for the right side. Okay. Uh, and they both press the button and nothing happens. And then they both touch fingers and they're mad at each other and continue to slap each other. Slap fight style. Hmm. Okay, wait. I, I clean. I don't have any cleaning materials. Cast Scorchify. You have a wand. Oh, do both of you have wands? They both pull out wands. Dang it. All right, go ahead and you you can cast Scorchify and then you each individually click a button. There wasn't anything else in that room that we left, right? No, like hidden features. I mean, no one rolled no to something, but no, there wasn't. <laughs> Wait, Felicity. Felicities. Can I borrow each of your wands for a moment? No, why? They both say in unison. Well, I'd like to cast Priori and Cantatum on each of them and see what the last spells they cast were. And then maybe we'll find out which of these is actually Felicity's wand. That's pretty smart, Leo. That's also really advanced magic, isn't it? I mean, we could you try could it. break her wand. You did set our clue on fire. Yeah. Can we do the Scorchify one first where they each do it? Yeah, okay. So uh, the blue, the one with the blue aura says, so to be clear, we already did that. You did it together, but, okay. but not separately. Fine, they both race to touch the button first. The red one gets there first. The blue one slaps it right afterwards. Again, nothing happens. Ah, oh, man. Pedestal? Yeah, let's bring them to the pedestal and see if that helps. Yeah, I think we should put them on the same pedestal. If you put them on different yeah. pedestals, it's just going to swap them and we're not we're still going to ha- right, not going to exactly. have any That's more information. That's why I'm saying you got to put them on the same one, like to smoosh them back together. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> nothing might happen if no one's on the second pedestal. I do not me. And Freya puts her finger on her nose. No. Nope. Uh, Alan backs <laughs> away. Uh, yeah, Leo puts his finger on his uh, nose too. Um, I'll do it. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll go on one. Felicity's on the other. We'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. I like this a lot. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so you guys all walk back into 
the room, the body swap room where you found Francis uh, struggling and pushing each other uh, on the pedestal. Both Felicities eventually stand there and Caleb, you stand on the other one. Uh, There's a blinding flash of light. And now all of a sudden there are two people, one Felicity and one Caleb. We've done it. Felicity in Caleb's body and Caleb in Felicity's. Huzzah. Right, just switch switch pedestals. Oh, this is really weird. Were you doing this before? Yeah, it was super weird. Uh, I don't love this. I feel really short now. Yeah, but short and cute. Okay, switch switch pedestals. You just want me to switch? Okay, I'll switch. And Felicity climbs off of the pedestal and climbs onto the other pedestal. Even though they're only about a foot off the ground, it's like kind of a little bit of an effort for Felicity to get there oh, just because of how short I, she is. I, can I give her a boost? Yeah, you totally can. But it's Caleb inside. Yeah, it's That's Caleb okay. I'll give you a boost. You're my friend too. Uh, I could do it myself. And of course, Felicity and Caleb's body also shrugs and goes over to the other pedestal. Okay. Uh, and yeah, and so you both stand on the two pedestals and nothing happens. <laughs> oh no alright well this is good enough we can just continue with these bodies and these people mm. right let's no, just no, keep no. going maybe it has like we never did like two and then the same two every time we switched a new person out so we need a third person to switch and then we can switch it back in three more rounds and Felicity says yeah but did we keep track of you know the ones that we were doing before so we don't accidentally do the same pairing again yes someone would have to draw a diagram first right caleb who kevin is now playing was definitely already doing that yeah he's already like got the calculus he's like written it down like (laughs) volunteers pulled a piece of parchment out of uh no you can't because you already switched once with caleb Someone who hasn't switched with caleb all right i haven't switched with caleb fine i don't love this either freya Whatever. Okay, so Freya, you're on the pedestal with the real Felicity, or? No, with Caleb, right? Freya with Caleb's body, which is Felicity, switch. Yeah, so Felicity's going to go into my body. All right, I'll get off. All right, and so the two of you swap, um, and now Felicity is in Freya's body, and Freya is in Caleb's body. Gosh, is is this what peasants feel like? Wow. Wow. <clears throat> That's pretty rude. This is definitely the real Felicity. <laughs> Skyler is just holding their mouth shut. Felicity is now in Freya's body. Freya is in Caleb's. Caleb is still in Felicity's. So now Caleb's body and Felicity's body are going to switch. Yes, correct. So that Caleb will be in his own body. Right. And so Felicity hops back, or Caleb and Felicity's body hops back up onto one of the pedestals. And then Freya's body with Felicity inside and um, Felicity's body with Freya's inside switch. And now everyone's in their own body. Correct. Yes. Fantastic. You guys somehow did that puzzle twice and it was harder <laughs> the second time. It was harder yes, than it was. Wild. <laughs> Whoa. We okay. Did okay. It. We got to go slam the button. We're still on the clock. Wait, uh, Felicity, come on. I'm still reeling from the fact that I was just a moment ago two different people. Yeah, it was weird, right? Skylar, what what is going on? Oh, this is one of the tasks. Did they didn't tell you? No, they explained that. What was this body swapping that just happened? Oh, that's 
part of the task. They didn't tell Okay, them. no one explained it. You guys just pushed me on those pedestals. I am very confused. You know what? We'll talk about this later at dinner. Dinner's still on Thursday, right? Yeah. Okay, great. To be fair, I don't think that that was part of the task that Felicity was supposed to be involved in. And we just kind of no. we just kind of made that happen. So, sorry, Felicity. <laughs> Let's see if it works. Uh, so, you guys are going back to the button? Yeah, that's the button that you press. Okay, uh, right, yes. Uh, and Felicity... Slaps the button, actually has to reach up to do it. <laughs> and yeah, uh, another door opens. Well done. Skylar pats her on the back. Okay, three down, two to go. Good evening, witches and wizards. Horan Schmorenz is sick today. I am Gerald McDonald, and you are listening to the Mystery History Hour. And no, I will not be answering any questions. Today on Mystery History Hour, we have Squeaky Cheeks, who will be telling you all about the first wizard to walk on the moon. Hello, I am Harmony and Grace, here to spread Harmony and Grace. Oh, that's a lovely name. Yes, thank you. So, Squeaky Cheeks, that is also a very lovely name. Oh, thanks. Can can you tell us a little bit about the moon? Oh, well, yes, it's, uh, you see, it's above the earth and, and it's in space. And it orbits the Earth, and it took us a while to figure that out. Right, right. But what about, what about the aura of the moon? I don't think that's a thing. No, like the vibe, the experience, the transcendental nature. There's not a lot of oxygen on the moon, so the vibe is difficult, and... We needed to improvise ways to breathe there. The first trip to the moon was before we invented the bubblehead charm, and so that was pretty much a failure and not a, not a good time. Oh, so the first successful trip to the moon was after the bubblehead charm then? Ah, that's correct. Yes, the earlier ones died. And how did you find the moon, the surface of the moon, transiting its properties? Well, you see, if you look up in the sky at night, there's this big white circle and it's quite bright and we just aimed for that. How, how did the, the first wizards on the moon get there? We didn't use a spaceship like muggles. They apparated and they had to try a few times because they ended up in the void of space for a Gosh. few different ones and then they had, to, oh, they had to apparate back very quickly and not all of them made it. That sounds like a terrible case of the splinching. Yes, I'm not sure why we bothered with it, to be honest. It was just kind of we were bored and we didn't have anything else going on, so we thought we'd risk our lives to, to explore the space. Haven't we been doing that this whole time? Our whole lives? Taking risks... Yes, well, the muggles did it a lot more safely, despite their lack lack of magic. They actually had, you know, pressurized capsules with oxygen in them, which we probably should have thought of something similar. Well, I don't think their journey was without its tribulations, either. Is it is it true that uh, wizards were also the first one to put a flag on the moon? Fine, I can neither confirm nor deny that there was a wizard flag before there was a... United States flag, nor whether placing flags on the moon is any political significant binding contract of uh, who owns the moon. Now, um, level with me for a moment. 
You're a squirrel. Oh, yes, I, you, you noticed, <laughs> did you? Yes. Uh, how, how do you know all of this? Well, you see, the wizard scientists didn't want to send human wizards, so they sent squirrel wizards instead. And then we lost a lot of squirrels, and I was one of the survivors. I'm sorry for your loss. I would love to hear sometime about those squirrels we did lose on this journey. Well, I didn't know a lot of them, and I did, they were squirrels, so I don't know that there's much to say about them and their lives. I guess that's insensitive. I, it seems a little cavalier with your own life as a squirrel, and the I, lives of others. I don't have a whole lot. I got some acorns in a tree, and then I went to the moon one time. And that's kind of all that's going on in, in, my, in my life. This seems kind of unethical. Sad, to be honest. Did you consent to this? I didn't even name myself Squeaky Cheeks. They just call me that for fun, and it's kind of cruel, to be honest. Oh. My real name is Bartholomew. Oh. Well, um, Bartholomew, um, what school did you go to? Oh, of course I went to Hogwarts. We hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of the Mystery History Hour. Join us next week when Horrence Schmorens should hopefully be back and I don't have to deal with this. Uh, well, we'll also be hearing about the subsequent trips to Mars and their various failures. Hi, everybody. It's Kevin, your resident Potter nerd. They interviewed a squirrel. So I guess it's just animals every week at this point. I have nothing else to say. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of Why Can't We Be Wizards. As usual, I want to thank all of you so, so much for everything you do for us. Thanks for checking out all our social media stuff, for saying hi on the Discord server, and just generally for being rad, awesome human beings. And obviously, if you haven't already, definitely go check all that stuff out. Come check out the Discord server. We're all hanging out there. Uh, it's a really cool place to be. Uh, I don't have anything really big to add today, but I do want to once again mention we are getting pretty close to that really cool project I've been teasing. So more on that soon. As usual, I want to thank Table Story for our awesome game system, Witchcraft and Wizardry. It's great. They are rad. Go check them out. All right. That's it for me this week. We will be back in two weeks on October 7th. And with that, let's get back to the show. Okay, uh, and so you all run through the next door into what looks kind of like a corridor, like a Hogwarts. It's stone walls, um, stained glass that you can't see through, and eventually you end up in a chamber that it's got some tapestries. It's like kind of your bog standard room in Hogwarts, and there's a bunch of clutter in this room, some old desks pushed against walls, and... Uh, the main feature that you immediately notice in the middle of the room is this big 10 foot tall mirror. We look in the mirror. Who looks in the mirror? I do. Oh boy. Okay, Caleb, you look into the mirror. What do you see? It's the mirror of Erised. I see myself slip the philosopher's stone into my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> No, really, though, what do you see in the Mirror of Erised? Oh, it's like Harry Potter, except Caleb's parents aren't dead. They're just terrible people. So Caleb sees his parents as if they weren't terrible people. 
They're a happy family with Marcus there behind him. Everyone's just so happy, and Caleb turns away and says, Witchcraft! Or wizardry. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay, well, Caleb, what did you see? Like, what's what's in the mirror? I guess I saw my family, but happy. Oh, wait, what if this room is yours? Is your brother's in there? Uh, yeah. Okay, can you see him coming into real life? I don't think it's the real Marcus. Looks so nice. Hey, Marcus! Caleb yells at the mirror. Marcus kind of scowls at you. Okay, that sounds about right. Get over here! He shakes his head. He doesn't want to come out of the mirror. Maybe he can? I kind of knock on the mirror. Nothing happens. Maybe it's not your room. Maybe maybe it's mine. Alan tentatively walks up to the mirror. And what do you see in the mirror of Arisen? Um, Alan sees themselves as a very cool rock star playing their ukulele like lounging out in the yard um very cool hair does a hair flip uh and he's just strumming away just like mindlessly playing on a perfectly sunny day yeah there's like other people milling around outside enjoying the nice day at the hogwarts lawn maybe the like giant squids getting up to shenanigans Skylar's playing with a giant squid with their hands and tentacles. Do we all have to look in the mirror, maybe? I don't think so. Alrighty. Well, what I desire, right? I desire to finish this tournament. Leo looks in the mirror. Leo's curious, and he looks in the mirror. Alan steps out of the way. Okay, before you explain before you explain that, though, I do have to go back for one second. Because you know what would be the wildest time travel story? Is if it turned out Leo was Dumbledore the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, that's canon now. You said it, so. That's where Fantastic <laughs> Beasts is going, actually. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's actually yep. a time loop. They just do it over Back and over. To Fantastic Beasts 4, the bacon of Dumbledore. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, Leo, what do you see in the mirror of Erised? Um, Leo sees himself holding a little black book and looking very confident with himself and with a lot of, like, very a very fancy jacket and uh, not quite Dr. Professor Wizard, but, you know, tastefully Dr. Professor Wizard inspired. And he seems like he's happy, and he still has his friends around, and they're happy, and he has all these crazy powers, as evidenced by, you know, the cool jacket, etc. Um, he sees himself if he could have control over the book. And then he slips it into his pocket. <laughs> While you're doing that, <laughs> Skylar is walking behind the mirror. Is there anything behind it? Just checking? Roll notice? Roll investigate? Or notice something? I don't know, whatever, one of those. Just a five. I got a star. Yeah, you don't notice anything. All right. Have any of us read about the Mirror of Erised? You can try. That's an 11. You know what the Mirror of Erised is. Okay, puzzle. Mirror of Erised, right? Sees what we, we desire. We desire to win the tournament. To get the person we need. To recover our lost friend. So it would have to be either... Alan's friend or Caleb's friend, right? Yeah. Ella was Leo, Felicity was Skylar, and Francis was for me, right? He winks at you. <laughs> I just like elbow him. I wink at Felicity. She winks, but like doesn't know how to wink, so it's just like a blink. Aw. <laughs> so cute. Caleb, it's it's me or you. Yeah, well, I mean, Marcus was there. Okay. Did you see anybody in yours? I mean, there were just like people in the background, but like other than the giant squid, no. No, we don't want that to come through, so 
Marcus, I step back up into the mirror. Uh, you see Marcus by himself now this time. I want you to come here. He shakes his head again. Why not? Maybe try being nice? He looks away. Uncomfortable. Hey, do you really want Hogwarts to fail? If we fail, Hogwarts fails. He shakes his head again. Ella walks over to you, Caleb, and puts her hand on your shoulder. And she says, it doesn't really sound like you want Marcus, though. Like, it doesn't seem like you actually want him to be here. Uh, isn't, doesn't the mirror, like, follow your desires? I mean, I do want him to be here. I wish that he was my person, but he probably isn't. Well, why are you so angry at him? Because he betrayed my trust. He sided with the Griffin bros and tried to persecute me for being a werewolf. But, like, you forget. I mean, you forgave all of them, didn't you? They were just kids. Yeah. Listen, Marcus, I forgive you or whatever. Come on, we gotta go. And, uh, Caleb, you hear Marcus say, you don't have to, you don't have to forgive me. Do you want privacy? No, whatever. Maybe, maybe this is just not the right, maybe it's mine. I don't know. You want me to look again? No. Marcus looks up to you and he's just got these, like, tears streaming down his face. I don't have to forgive you, but I do. I won't forget what you've done, but you're always my brother. And I forgive you. Come on. I'll I'll go with you because I know that you want to win this, but you don't forgive me. And that and that's okay. I didn't do anything to deserve your forgiveness. I am sorry. What are you sorry for? You don't you don't get it. It is so hard being your brother. You were everything to me. I looked up to you, man. And then my whole world fell apart when I was 11 years old. And a bunch of people told me you were going to destroy the world. What was I supposed to think? You could have trusted me. We'd always had each other's backs. We were always there for each other. We were the people that each other could count on. You just turned every that whole thing on its head for some people that you just met. Yeah, you're right. Caleb, I, I am sorry. And I, you shouldn't forgive me. Any steps through the mirror. I do, Marcus. Come on. I accept your apology. I forgive you. Come here. Caleb goes for an awkward hug. He uh, wraps his hands around your waist and just like buries his head into your chest. He has not gotten nearly as tall as you have. Is Dakota in the middle of the hug? (laughs) And that's all five. Let's go. (laughs) Leo has been like tearing up, but also chewing bacon through this whole stressful scene. And he's just like wipes wipes his eyes, but gets some breaking grease in his eyes, like oh. Okay, Um, Marcus, you gotta hit the button. Sorry to break up this brotherly love moment. Button. Oh right, yeah. We let's um let's where where is this button down the hall? Okay, and uh, he starts he starts walking down the hall. I was gonna say I I was gonna say as we're walking down the hall towards the button, I kind of go up to Caleb and say, "Hey, you are you okay?" Caleb has a lot of emotions right now. Yeah, I. I'll be all right. Thanks, Leo. All right. Let me know if you want to talk about it. You know where to find me. Yeah. He kind of like gives you a pat on the back awkwardly. Oh, that was actually kind of hard. Okay. All right. Let's go. As like people are kind of shuffling out of the room, Freya like turns back and looks at the mirror. And what does Freya see in the mirror of Arised? She sees herself and all of her friends, except they're all older, like middle-aged, like in their... Late 40s, early 50s. And they all seem pretty happy. Are oh, they rocking chairs? 
<laughs> if you're in a rocking 40s, chair at the age of 48, 50s. then something has gone wrong. I like rocking chairs. <laughs> I could use a rocking chair, and I'm 32. If so. I had a southern style porch, wraparound porch, I would definitely have a rocking chair. Uh, yeah, and so uh, everybody runs. This big group of friends all now run down the hall and back towards the buttons. And Marcus looks over at the button and says, "All right, let's do this." And he slaps his hand down on the button. And suddenly everything goes white for all of you. And when you blink a few times and adjust, you realize that there's a torrent of sound around you because there's stands surrounding where you're all standing on this platform. And they're all there's people in the stands and they're all cheering really, really loudly. You see people holding up signs with your names. Um... There's like, there's even some people that are like cosplaying as the five of you. And you immediately hear like game show music and uh, an announcer over a loudspeaker says, Welcome to British Ninja Wizard Warrior. (laughs) And yeah, you find yourself, you're standing on this kind of like fluffy mat, staring at this massive obstacle core scaffolding contraption in front of you. Is it too late to say I leveled up and my body score went up because I was going to do it and I forgot? <laughs> Wait a minute. I think it's we too late, We obviously can't all body score through this thing, but right, we're yeah, wizards. Like, what if we levy, Can we magic our way through this? Each other. We are wizards. And uh, as you're all asking these questions... We scene cut to some like announcers standing in front of like the different obstacles that it's like pan- like the the camera is panning around to the green screen that's standing by that's like sitting behind them and they're like all right first up we've got the log grip folks there's no other way to describe it it's a big vertical log dangling from the ceiling the contestant has to grip the log and jump off on the other side without falling into the watery pits below next the cliffhanger. It's a series of three thin bars with several feet between them. With a six-foot wingspan and incredible upper body strength, someone might be able to grab from one to the next. But otherwise, they will need to make a leap of faith above the watery pits below. Following that, the pegboard. It's a strip of metal with two pegs embedded into it. You will need to hold on to the pegs, pulling one out at a time to cross over your body and embed it further along, slowly making your way across the chasm above the, you guessed it, watery pits below. And if you accomplish all of that, you still need to climb the warped wall. It's a, you know, it's like a big ramp and you've got to run up the big ramp. It's like a button at the top and you you press that and then you win. Anyway, it's wizard. Ninja Warrior, British edition. Woo! Skylar goes for it. Uh, what? What? <laughs> just immediately. Just I rolling. Fail. Okay. You <laughs> fail. Okay, so you're, you're, you're jumping onto the oh, log. No. You jump on the log. What happens? So uh, Skylar <laughs> reaches corpus. for the log and rolls a seven, six, a four. So I get a star. As, and yeah, I no, fall in the pits of water. Say, I don't think I was kidding. I think the moment you touched the log, I cast Levic Corpus on you. To try oh, to sweet. Roll magic? Log. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, <laughs> I failed too. All right. I'm in the water. Pits, pits, <laughs> pits, I think, pits, pits. I think, yeah, I think, I think 
Skylar falls into the water, and Leo, you accidentally just cast Levy Corpus on yourself. Oh! And you're not hanging in the air. Nice. I got you, Leo. Um, I I uh pull I like extend my fingers and kind of like tickle you over to the logs. Wait, you from the from the pits, you tickle all the way down there? You're in the water, which is like ten feet deep. Oh, okay. No, I yeah. can't reach that. <laughs> You're now swimming in the water. I'm just floating around. There's like a ladder. You can climb back out to the beginning if you oh, want. Okay, yeah, I'll climb to the ladder. All right, you're now covered in water and standing okay. there. Okay. We need a game plan. We need to encourage each other so we can have a plan. What if we spongify some of these objects so that we have, can grip them easier? I was also thinking maybe we uh, resto momentum the log so it stops moving. It's a great idea. But do we need the motion like a swing? Uh, I don't think so. It's it's a log that's like turning, right? It's not a log that's turning. It's a log that's hanging off the ceiling. Oh, it's like it's the like ceiling. there's like a contraption that slides down with this log hanging from it. You have to okay. hold on to this vertical log. Okay. And then vertical. somehow like rotate your body around the log and like jump across before it I see. violently throws you into the ground. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, you said log, and I thought like. Running on top of a log. Oh yeah, they do have that in American Ninja Warrior too, but not that's not what this one is. Yeah. Speaking of things that are dangling from the ceiling, Leo, Leo's like, can, can you guys let me down first? Maybe somebody, <laughs> anybody. Um, Alan's gonna cast Levit Corpus on you to try to like control you. Wait, there is a counter. Wait, hold something. on. That's not what Levy Corpus does, it's though. Not, I thought yeah. Levy Corpus was you dangle by your foot. Yep. Yeah, you just that's like the prank, the prank upside down hanging spell you can if you want to undo it you can libera corpus and if you want to make it worse you can cast the corpus again isn't there like a corpus locomotive or something i think there might be something like that but i, feel I like don't snape uses it I don't. someone totally Locomotor, uses it motorists or something it's fine but I that's th- like for somebody that's already like unconscious or so. I, I, <laughs> I think he just sure. is hanging by his ankle and you need to use the counter charm which is libera corpus okay or just leave me. It's fine. You can Libra me. Corpus. I rolled a 10. Ah! I hit my face. Yeah, you fall down on your face. I'm okay. <laughs> well, I guess I could have done that better. That's it's fine. Wait, do we all have to get across or just like one person? Uh, the, the, we zoom back out to the announcer who says, yes, in fact, just one member needs to make <laughs> it all the way across to press the button and end the game. Okay, so I, I have two ideas. One teleportation spell two we just walk to the other side and obliviate everyone wait i'm sorry what three we send caleb okay also got an idea four we osseo a broomstick and then caleb flies over there good idea good idea like it like it like you know let's not reinvent the wheel here actually i have an idea i want to try the obstacle course okay we can arrest a momentum you if you fall and maybe we can, like, Wingardium Leviosa you to move you? Yeah. Make a strong wind? Or or stop things that are moving too much? I feel really unprepared for this. Caleb, yeah, you- I feel like you don't need our help. You got this. And I roll for inspiration. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Okay. You get plus one to your body rolls now. Caleb is going to take out the potion that he prepared for this task. It's an opaque vial with multicolor specks inside of it. Ah, uh, yes, the speckled potion. 
All right, everyone, get ready with those spells in case things start going wrong. And Caleb downs wait, the speckled wait, potion. Wait, Caleb, Marcus says just before you do and says, good luck. Aww. Caleb downs it and smiles at Marcus as his teeth become more and more wolfish. You're a werewolf now. Yeah. Leo's just chanting, Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. Let's go! The the crowd gasps. (laughs) Go for it. Yeah, Caleb. I roll a seven on the first body roll. That's a seven, like, with your bonuses? Uh, That's seven before bonuses. Okay, so you get plus one with Skylar, and then you're also going to get plus two for being a werewolf. So plus three. So that makes it a ten. Uh, and then plus my body score, so that makes Dang. it a 13. Sure. <laughs> All right, and so you, uh, yeah, you, uh, you grab onto this log that starts sliding down. You definitely rotate across it and javelin yourself onto the map past it. You've made it past the first of the trials, and the crowd goes Woo! wild. Woo! 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 All right, so next is the cliffhanger. It's a, it's got these bars, and you have to, like, climb across them. Like monkey bars? It's No, they're, like, vertical bars. So, like, imagine, you know, like, uh, in a in a jungle gym, there's, like, that one thing where it's, like, a single bar, and you have to, like, yeah. pull yourself forward across it? Yeah. Okay, imagine that, except sometimes in between, like, in the middle, there's a space of a couple feet. So you have to, like, climb up this bar, reach across, and then climb some more. And you have to do that across three bars. So I'm going to have you roll three separate body rolls for this. So could we do... So there's a a spell that sticks a target's shoes to the ground. Could we do that except with with hands onto, onto things? One way to find out. Yeah, or we stick his shoes to the, to the poles and he can just walk across them. Upside down. Or he can attempt it and... Does he go back to the beginning or to the beginning of that task? I mean, he can attempt it and then we'll have a rest of momentum ready. Yeah. Who's going to... Who's? I got it. Ready and waiting. All right. On this, Caleb is going to, instead of going to climb across, Caleb's going to run right on top using his superior wolf-like balance, leaping from one to the other in record time. Okay. So roll body. That's a six plus... Three plus Skylar plus werewolf. That's a 12. So that's the first. So you're going. I'm sorry. So what are you doing? Running across the first bar, leaping to the second. And on the second bar, that's a 10 plus six for a 16 total. And then a third roll. And then that's a five plus six for an 11 total. Yep. A little less graceful on that one, but it still works. So yeah, uh, you do like a cool somersault. And land on the next map. The crowd again goes absolutely bonkers. They are loving Wolf Caleb. Wolf Caleb! Woo! 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 Yeah, every time you howl, we all just woo. (laughs) (laughs) What's next, Kevin? So next is the pegboard. It's basically like a flat vertical sheet of metal that you, that there's two pegs in. And using just your bot, like just your arms, you have to like peg across this thing. Like, putting them into slots all the way across to the other side. Caleb looks at his big wolf hands. As a wolf, you probably have, like, a really big wingspan. So I'm going to say in order to do this, you're going to have to get 
four successful rolls. Okay. The first one is a 13. The second one is a 13. The next one is a 18 double wizard hat. And the last one is a 10. Four plus six. Thank you, Skylar. Okay. Wow. Uh, All complete successes. Okay. Uh, And so, yeah, you twist and pull and fall down onto the next mat. Again, crowd's going bananas. Everybody's really excited. Like the announcers are like, oh my goodness, no one has made it this fast, this far, all on their first ever attempt. This has got to be some kind of British wizard ninja warrior record. I definitely said that different every time. The only thing you have left is the wall, so roll. I run up the running wall. Oh yeah, that happens. That's a 17. <laughs> yeah, you just you just like climb up it like it was nothing. Like you're Nathan Drake in uh in an uncharted game and so you get to the top uh and the crowd is just going nuts for you and right in the middle there's this big pedestal with a button on it just like the others caleb hits the button you hit the button and in another flash of bright light all of a sudden you find yourselves all back on weirdly the grounds of hogwarts where it seems that the podiums are set up uh and the task is over so you did it in about one an hour and 55. So right now I will post the times that I wrote down ahead of time for how all the other teams were going to do. Are we like ridiculously under or over? Nah, Kevin's a great DM. He accurately estimated how long it would take us to get through that dungeon <laughs> run. Right, yep. right. Uh, well, interestingly enough, it's really close. Timed things make me so bossy <laughs> by, by a couple of minutes you guys came in first oh. Dang. Um, nice. yeah. and so and we so you sit win. there and as you kind of you're kind of like waiting for the other teams to finish um, about four minutes later the investigators the other american team that you guys haven't really spent a lot of time with uh finish right after you and then in third place are the soul suckers uh another six minutes later all righty i think alan's Pretty confused why they didn't have a person in the tournament, hmm. but it is taking the win. <laughs> That's right. Where was Ellen's person? Yeah, hmm. maybe hmm. they turned huh. it down. Oh, oh. I mean, do I have no friends in my life? Alan, would you like to roll notice something? I think I would like to roll notice something, <laughs> um, and that it is a nine plus one, which is a ten. With a 10, we're going to end the episode here. With a 10, you're kind of looking around the crowd. It's kind of chaos as more and more of these teams are all standing on uh, on the grounds. Um, but you notice the soul suckers are all kind of like, they're, they look pretty happy with their time. They came in fourth again. So it's like a decent finish. Um, and then you notice that like they're spend they're like kind of all hanging out with the group of people that they saved including one person that you do notice, Dakota, who is embracing Dana, and uh, they kiss. Uh, Dakota? This is not the d and I wanted. <laughs>